What is it called again? Show scenery. Okay. Greetings from Tromaville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Troma Entertainment and creator of the Toxic Avenger. You know, folks, when the Troma team is not making those great movies like Return to Return to Nukemai, a.k.a. Uh, Volume 2, or Tromeo and Juliet, or Terra Firmer, we like to kick back and, and listen to chewing the scenery because we have been uh, chewing the scenery. Uh, uh, we are dirty Jews, and uh, we like to chew the scenery, but chewing the scenery is okay. So, in fact, we love it. It's the best educational entertainment that we know of at the Troma team. Thank you, and Toxie thanks you. Meet little Melvin. He's a 90-pound weakling. Everyone hated Melvin. Yeah, I'm gonna take this mop and shove it down your throat. They teased him. I'm gonna do it with you. Okay. They taunted him. They tormented him until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste. Transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger. The first superhero born out of nuclear waste. Yes, the muggers and the rapists didn't know what law and order was until the Toxic Avenger came to town. Holy shit! I don't know what it was, but it saved my life. All right, everybody, drop your tacos or I'll blow your brains out. The vandals and the perverts had their way with the little people of Tromaville until the Toxic Avenger ripped them apart. The Toxic Avenger. His face is so terrifying. We can't show it to you now. You'll have to see the movie for yourself. The Toxic Avenger can bend steel with his bare hands. Get it? Leap small cars in a single bound. He crushes drug pushers. Smashes hit and run drivers. And gives all criminals their just desserts. The Toxic Avenger. Listeners, you're listening to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. We're a podcast that talks about a horror movie and uh, spoils it. And recently watched, not going to spoil them, or at least try not to. Um, we're just three friends talking about a movie, and we're not professional critics, and we lay no claim to that. Uh, thank you to the Moon Race for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. Buy their music digitally on Amazon or iTunes if you care to do so. 
and say hi to them on Facebook where they are, the Moon Dash Rays. And a little disclaimer, um, the intro from Lloyd Kaufman. Thank you, Lloyd. Thank you so much. Uh, but listeners, the, uh, <laughs> the words, opinions, thoughts, and views of Lloyd Kaufman are all his own, and we take no responsibility for them. I asked him if he wanted me to bleep anything he said or edit it. He said, nah, keep it. <laughs> so we gave him that option because at the end of recording it, and he goes, I think I should have left the Jew thing out. And I said, well, you know, if you want to do it again or, or have me edit it, bleep it, whatever you want. He goes, nah, I'll leave it. That's it. That's all it. right. So thanks, Lloyd. And uh, all of the trauma helpers that were there were awesome, fun people. And if you're waiting in line to meet Lloyd, he does sign autographs for free. Um, of course, he, he's just as good at selling you a poster or a DVD or something to sign. So, uh, yeah, he, but if you walk up and you say, Lloyd, will you sign this thing? He'll sign it. He doesn't charge you. So he's a neat guy. Um, outside of that, uh, not a lot's happened with me except work, work, work on the house since last time. Watched a couple things. Do you want to do recently watch, Will? Uh, I've not watched much. Watched a few episodes of Sabrina, whatever. The Dark adventures or yeah, whatever. whatever it's called the yeah. chilling tales or yeah something yeah. uh i don't really get the time frame show. no well i guess that's a lesser concern i have no they're supposed to be satanists but they're also moral yeah there's a lot of actual satanists are aren't they well yeah <laughs> they really are i mean there's a good moral compass to every satanist i've ever spoken to yeah, they, they have that like equality written into their charter and everything. Yeah, so people who want to bag on them should maybe look into what they stand for. Yeah, we're not talking about movie ones, we're talking about the actual... Right. <laughs> we're not talking about weird uh, muddling of uh, witchcraft and Satanism, which happens yes. in movies a lot. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then we watched Old Boy. Oh, when's the last time you saw that? Uh, right after it came out. So it's so been, it's been a, a long, long time. Yeah. How does it hold up for you? It held up really well. Yeah, that's a, that's, um, uh, Takashi Miike? No. No, no it's, Korean. it's Korean. Oh, okay. Let's uh, see. That's how long it's been since I saw it. Uh, I don't remember who did it. I don't know their Kim name. Kim Hong Boo? Is it the guy who did, um, uh, Mr. Vengeance? And... I don't, I've never seen that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, to... look, you could look it up right now. Okay, let's, let's Here's look it up. Here's the typing. Enhance. 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 Old boy. Yeah, where'd it go? Did I not hit enter? No, it's right there. Oh, it's right there. Okay. That was quick. Uh, 2003 film, South Korean, based on the manga by Park Chan Wook. That's who directed it. Um, huh. Park Chan Wook. I'm looking for writers, but. Either you watch the remake? No, no, Spike Lee? Spike Lee made it. I think I'm going to give it a shot. 2013. Okay. There was a there was a Chinese short comedy film called Old Boys. So, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, great. I wonder what that one was about. It's the same plot, Did... except it's like the Stooges. The <laughs> yeah. hammer just bounces off the head. That would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be great. So that was it? Because, uh, yeah, I found Old Boy kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, the slapstick comedy. It was a slapstick of, comedy, yeah. And spoilers for Old Boy, uh, Hammer Murders. Yes. 
Is it murder or is it self-defense? Is it all one thing or is it some of A, some of B? Uh, yeah, it's probably a little column A, column B. Yeah. I don't know if he actually kills anyone with a hammer. Huh. He beats the hell out of a lot of people with a hammer. Puts up some, puts up some shelves. Yeah. Puts up some shelves, yeah. Knocks out some guy's teeth. Oh. Which was horrifying. Yeah. I'd forgotten how gory that was. Yeah, that kind of thing is gory. If you've ever smashed your thumb with a hammer, you, mm. you know that you probably don't want it to go into your front teeth. No. Or between your eyes or any of that. So, Julian, mm. what about you? Uh, well, last uh, so last week was uh, Will's birthday. Yes. Yeah. So, happy birthday to Will. Yes, oh, Will. You. And you share a birthday with Roger Corman. Yes, I learned that. He turned 93. Oh, okay. I'm this all makes to sense. I how much how old he was. <laughs> yeah. This all makes sense, Will. Yeah. It, it just it all fits so move that out of the way so I can see you guys when we're talking uh, what, so what'd you watch? Uh, well I watched, watched one called Pigs from 1973 which happened to have been distributed by uh, Troma hmm. um, so this came out the same year they were filming Sugar Hill and uh, another Pigs Eat People oh, okay. movie um, this is this has got lots of alternative titles. Uh, so the, the one on the screen was The Thirteenth Pig. Um, it's also known as uh, Love Exorcist. Oh, sure. Blood Pen, Daddy's Girl, Horror Farm, The Killers, Daddy's Deadly Darling, The Strange Exorcism of Lynn Hart, The Strange Love Exorcist, and Roadside Torture Chamber. Now, oh, yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> So I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that this was like a lot of uh, drive-in retitling, like just, yeah, I guess just so. pasting over a different name and re-releasing it. Yeah, probably. So yeah. This was produced and written, directed by Mark Lawrence, who you've probably seen as a character actor. He's, he's usually a henchman or a gangster. He's been a henchman since 1932. Oh, man. And he made this in between James Bond movies, of all things. Holy wow. Uh, so he, he was, he's a gangster in Diamonds of Forever, and then he, he's back in uh, Man with a Golden Gun. And he made this as a vehicle for his daughter, uh, Tony, although she, this was her only film. Oh. So uh, if you're going to make a vehicle for your, your own daughter, uh, you want it to be a story where uh, she's been victimized by incestuous rape. Oh, Sure. And, I'm uh, not laughing at that, but yeah, why, why not? Why would uh, you? Who do you think you are, Dario Argento? S- seduces, uh, <laughs> seduces men and then castrates them with a razor and then feeds them to pigs. Oh, sure. With the help of the guy who's actually your dad in real life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Real um, standard stuff. Uh, music by Charles Bernstein. So uh, it's a classy movie. Huh. Well, all right. Well, um, Glad to know about that one. Pigs. Pigs. Yeah. So what else? Uh, I watched uh, Darkness Visible, which turned out... I thought it was an actual... Uh, it's going to be a movie from India, but it, it's actually a, a UK movie that's filmed in India, so they filmed it in Calcutta, mostly. Hmm. Uh, this is from... Um, got released this year, but I think it, the copyright is 2017. Uh, it's directed by Newell Biswas. Uh, it's about Ronnie, who's a London-based artist who gets a call from his cousin, AJ, in Calcutta, that his mother has suddenly gone there and been hit by a car. So he, he hears it over to Calcutta, and he's he's been raised in England, so he can't speak any other language. So he's, oh, okay. he's kind of 
displaced from two cultures and uh, uh, it's uh, not an adaptation of the 2017 comic but it's got similar elements and if you guess the uh, it will remind you of a a really cool movie from the 80s and once you guess that you know where it's going and I guessed it far too early and I was like oh, oh no. it's just uh, but anyway, it's very colourful, uh, you know, nicely shot and interesting. You know, it's interesting to see the back alleys of Calcutta. Yeah. Uh, it's well made. It's just not very exciting. Mm. And um, it's a really um, great movie, uh, The Maltese Falcon, 1941. Yeah. Which I've seen multiple times, but I've never seen it on Blu-ray before. It looks great. Um, this is the debut directing of John Huston. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it's great. It's got loads of flubs in it. It's got a notorious number of flubs in it, but it, they, they don't interfere with the story. It's just little, little continuity errors. Mm. Uh, the worst one is where he, they, they've got this like um, uh, shot of this gun that uh, uh, his partner gets killed with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archer gets shot with something, and he identifies it with a as a automatic, but the insert shot is a revolver. Oh. Um, anyway, um, yeah, there's loads of errors in it, but um, it's Humphrey Bogart, Mary Astor, Peter Lorre, yep. Sidney Greenstreet in his debut, Ward Bond, Elisha Cook Jr. Uh, this was first filmed in 1931, and again in 1936. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it just looks great. Low-key photography. Yeah. I, I love that movie. Um, so, yeah, that's what I watched. All great. Right. Well, it was... Um a busy week for me, and the only thing I really got to uh, watch was The Highwaymen on Netflix, which uh, this is a Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson uh, thing, and uh, it's it's about the guys who were after Bonnie and Clyde, who had been on the run for two years, from 1932 to 1934, and I think, and these are mild spoilers if you're... Oh, acquainted with history whatsoever, uh, Bonnie and Clyde were taken down by a couple of lawmen uh, who tracked them down, and I think with the help of some feds. But these were um, like former Texas Rangers uh, who were asked to come out of retirement. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people know the general story that uh, they finally caught up with Bonnie and Clyde and shot them full of holes. Um, Spoiler. (laughs) Again, (laughs) mild spoilers for people who don't know history. Uh, John F. Kennedy was killed. <laughs> That's where this Oswald guy is going. But anyway, um, so it's it's uh, it's starring um, Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson, Kathy Bates, John Carroll Lynch, Kim Dickens, Thomas Mann, and William Sadler. So it's quite a cast. So we have that. Not uh, the famous author, Thomas Mann, I assume. Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's directed by John Lee Hancock, who I'm not familiar with. But... Uh, yeah, so this is all about their kind of their their days of tracking them down to where they finally closed in on them, and uh, and then the spoilers occur. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy and Clyde don't die of old age. No, no. <laughs> the end. <laughs> so yeah, that's a Netflix original, and it came out in March, like the end of March. It's uh, yeah. it's a 2019 film. It's brand new. So there's that, uh, and really, other than some other stuff I wanted to watch and didn't. Um, that's it for me. Uh, the Toxic Avenger. I have the Blu-ray queued up and uh, have not set eyes on it in such a long time. I can't say that there won't be the worst um, moronic 
uh, racist, homophobic garbage in this thing. I'm, I'm assuming there's some of that. It was made in the made 80s. Made in 1986. By some people who probably uh, didn't care about uh, what other people thought. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Um, do you want me to kind of do the quick rundown of directed, produced, written by stuff? Sure. Since I've got it on the screen right here. Uh, the Toxic Avenger, um, 1984 superhero comedy splatter film directed by Michael Hertz and Lloyd Kaufman, who's credited as Sam Vile, or Weil, depending on how you want to pronounce that, uh, is directed by Kaufman and Joe Ritter. The film was released by Trauma Entertainment, known for producing low-budget B-movies with campy concepts and gruesome violence. This is all from Wikipedia. Uh, it was directed, like I said, by Michael Hertz, Lloyd Kaufman, uh, produced by Michael Hertz, Lloyd Kaufman, Stuart Strutton, Strutton? Um, written by Lloyd Kaufman, Joe Ritter, starring Mitch Cohen, Mark Torgel, Andy Miranda, and Pat Ryan Jr. Uh, and uh, Kenneth Kessler does the voice of Toxie. Oh, okay. Um, so that I don't have in my notes. It had about a half minute. This is the most important thing, running time, 79 minutes. Yeah, now that is well within the Barnes limit. Yes. And uh, so, yeah. It's one of its many qualities. Yeah. But what's important to know, budget of $500,000 made $800,000. So that's a win. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Was that at the time? Because it it took a while to pick up an audience, didn't it? Well, yeah. And I don't... It had to play as a midnight movie. Yeah. So I wonder if that's over its lifetime. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Let's see if we go to... So they make like four or five of them now. So it must have... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the critical response, of course, mixed. Let's see. Mixed? Yeah, you know, as, as will happen. Uh, don't see box office here other than that little mention. But let's assume that took a while to accumulate that. I'm sure it didn't just burst out onto the scene. and It was the opening weekend. <laughs> it made it all on the first weekend. In this movie, there's a... Uh... Uh, you get to see um, two people who went on to... Uh, one person went on to win an Oscar and one person went on to win an Emmy. Oh, do tell. And multiple Emmy nominations. Do you want to go ahead and tell us what that is now? <laughs> I'm trying to picture who that is. Uh, well, there's uh, an appearance by Marisa Tomei. Oh, okay. Uh, she's in the health club. I'll, I'll, if, she's, if she's in this cut, I'll point her out. Yeah, this is the director's cut. It should be uh, in it. Yeah, she got Best Supporting Actress for um, My Cousin Vinny. Right. And, uh, and then the makeup is by uh, Jennifer Aspinall, who did... Uh, she did all these special effects makeup for, like, Street Trash and Spookies. Oh, okay. Really distinctive kind of impressionistic yeah. color schemes. Yeah. Uh, very distinctive. Um, but she got, she got the 2009 Emmy for her work on Mad TV. Oh, she got multiple nominations for that, and she's been uh, she she does like like straight makeup, right. and uh, she's also helped out on uh, Basquiat and um, uh, Kong Skull Island and uh, Star Trek. And oh wow, loads of stuff. Yeah, Basquiat's one of my favorites as yeah. far as like a biopic about an artist. <laughs> and you've got David Bowie David playing Bowie. Andy Warhol. Yeah. Should have gone to Philadelphia. I don't know what's good anymore. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. <laughs> so what else you got? Uh, that's about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, we, can, we can share things as we go or when we're done. Uh, well, if you want, we'll, we'll uh, hit play. Go ahead. Well, shall we hit play on this thing? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to turn the volume up. Let's see. 
Is that picking up through the mics okay? It's okay. That's the opening credits. Let's see. Actually, it's just the... Uh, one moment. Not the credits yet. Should we pause it? Mm-hmm. We're going to hit play. We're going to hit play. And nothing. Oh, special. There we go. There we go. There we go. We've hit play. Right. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Kill that light. Warning. The Toxic Avenger contains scenes of extreme violence. Uh, duh. A trauma team presentation. Uh, yeah, the Twin Towers. That's uplifting for an intro. Here among the towering skyscrapers, civilization is guided by men of progress and the wonders of technology. But for all this industrial advancement, there is a price to pay. Pollution. The unavoidable byproduct of today's society. Glad we kicked that problem. Every year, millions of gallons of poisonous wastes, garbage, and radioactive chemicals are disposed of in nearby towns such as Tromaville, the toxic waste dumping capital of the world. Population 15,000. Our story takes place at the Tromaville Health Club, where a young man named Melvin Ferd works. Melvin's <laughs> entire life, in fact, entire being, was changed by toxic chemical waste. He looks very pleased with himself, doesn't he? Yeah, he seems fine. Well, then fitness dorks. What do you think those titles cost him? Uh, probably a hundred grand. So we have our first gay joke of this movie. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, this is a whole lot of 80s workout footage. Yeah. Remember the uh, arrangement of these people because you'll see the same setup later. They're obviously shot at the same time for two different scenes. Uh, okay. People were really fascinated with aerobics in the 80s. Yeah. Okay, so there's a very large man being massaged. Pigs! <laughs> Do you think Lloyd Kaufman was holding out for like future success with his real name? Uh, look at that fucking guy. Maybe. Yeah, you fucking asshole. Hey, what are you doing? 
and shove it down your throat. Oh. Ah! He's stressing me, Julie. He's stressing me. Oh, Bozo. I can't take it, Julie. I cannot Wait, take it. He's stressing me. Bozo? Bozo? So how far in the movie before they drop the R-bomb there? About two minutes, three minutes? Yeah. I'm already tired of this movie. <laughs> we might have to do this in two installments. Oh, man. It's all a, all one go or nothing. in the health club I like how they modulate their performances yeah Yeah. okay so this t-shirt dress this woman is wearing it's uh, based on Lichtenstein's ripoff of uh, Earth Novix okay original art and this headband is uh, ripped off from Corey Feldman I thought wanna, that was Corey Feldman. You want to make it with a frog, brother? Come with me. Can I come again next time you and Bozo go driving? If you want to bad enough. I love it when we go real fast and they never know what hit them. They never believe we're going to run them down. You keep getting closer and closer. And faster and faster. They're just standing there. Okay, gratuitous sex, what are we, five minutes in or so? Yeah. All right. Slug and bozo. Now I want to watch Slugs. Yeah. So Melvin has put put on a button-up shirt now. We're going to start looking for continuity errors. Sure. You'll be very busy. Switchblade has pink yarn tied to it. Yeah. So you don't lose your switchblade. No. has a silver coat. Julie, does it count if I graze him? 
Little production note, um, if you put lemon in your iced tea, it looks less like Jack Daniels. the fitness by Jake guy a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. That was pretty good. I think we see where they spent a lot of that 500000 Kind of looking straight up. Yeah. Wow. No, I don't remember this from the original edit. Pro tip don't take photos of your crimes. Yeah. These girls went on to start Rotten.com. Oh, God. Rotten.com was the worst. So this point system is referring back to Death Race 2000, which is a Roger Corman movie. Yeah. An Oscar-winning DP on that. Tak Fujimoto, he went on to win the Oscar for uh, Apollo 13. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, well, on no surprise, lots of Corman graduates. Sure. Yeah. Won Oscars. Shoulder pads to be back. Should be, right? Is that a really 90s thing? It was definitely in the 80s, but you see lots of mini shoulder pads these days, especially in women's tops. Yeah. So he's got a snake down his back. Now everyone's expected to do what he's doing. And they're not doing what he's doing. No wonder he's upset. Yeah. Now watch what I'm doing here. Watch how I hit this ball. 
take 500 hits off that joint yeah except it's a cigarette uh, I think Bozo's more into coke anyway probably he seems like it maybe a speed freak did you notice she changed her clothes again in between those two shots it happened off camera So they're pulling over a flatbed full of toxic waste in front of the Tromaville Health Club. Yeah, it seems pretty realistic. Sure. Explains the cover art. No, no, pink makes me so hot. 
those tutu fetishes. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is officially the most action Melvin has ever gotten. Yeah. Polka dots too. with lipstick. <laughs> Does that remind you of Rosemary's baby? <laughs> All the faces kind of lunging into the camera. <laughs> Life is ruined. They're all going to pick on him and make fun of him now. Yeah. Cool. That was, that was a good stunt. Yeah, good stunts in this. Like the driving stunts were really good too. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, he seems really hurt. Stand back and let the porno cops do their job. Good stunts.
anyone else thinking of American Werewolf in London right now? Mm. It was the age of the bladder. It was. The age of the bladder. <laughs> That's it for Mark Torgel for the movie, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. My little Melvin. He must have finally reached puberty. So these aren't technically movie punks, are they? Movie punks? They're more movie gangsters? Yeah. So the transvestite guy is basically Fred from Scooby-Doo from the waist up, isn't he? Which made love to him. 
Well, whatever the boss says goes. No, 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 please. Please, you got this. No, 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 please, come on. I, I got a family. Say your prayers, copper. their scalps off mm. well one scalp one wig So the mop is his calling card. I guess. Chief, what do you got? Uh, 
I have ever seen. Gruesome, huh? Have you ever met my mother-in-law? Now that's gruesome. What about Cigar Face? Have we gotten anything out of him yet? He must still be in shock. All he does is sit around all day babbling about some seven-foot monster. Yeah, and the only other clue we got are those mops stuffed in their mouths. Mops? It must be some sort of political statement. Do we have any suspects? Ah, the whole town was suspect. Knuckles and nipples were hated by everyone. Well, not by me. They were our two best producers. Speaking of which, I almost forgot. The boys made their arms last night. Well, here is the collection. Yeah, and it would have been double if it wasn't for this devastating, tragic turn of events. Yeah. Okay, in the background, definitely at the Donald Trump look. bad for Lloyd Kaufman having to hang out with all these fitness dorks. They didn't have to dress the set very much for this. Uh -huh. I like the shot where he's on the uh, the railway, where the lights just hitting the the rails at the right way. Yeah. Late evening light. You think that was an accident that they got a nice looking shot? <laughs> yeah, I might might have spotted it and just grabbed it. I don't know. Oh, look, he's cleaning up the place. Guy running for mayor, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. He actually died the shortly after this. From what?
course, that that would place our new toxic chemical dump just 20 feet from the reservoir for the entire area. Gentlemen, <laughs> 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 I think we have a deal. Yeah. Here's to better living through chemistry. <laughs> Mexican place is the name of this restaurant. Yeah, apparently that's what it actually was. I don't know if the Japanese swords are part of the Mexican decor, but. Oh. Does the dog die? Yep. Okay. These are movie punks. gunshot. I just realized Frank is the other frog brother. Just let me 
been torn off. Apparently he, he only had one arm, so if oh. he watched beforehand, as it were, <laughs> uh, he never moves his right arm because that was fake. Okay. Fighting skills are part of the uh, mutation that happens with the toxic waste? Yes. Fryer's coming soon. Yeah. Did you spot the tortillas changing? <laughs> From uh, tortilla chips to taco shells? Yeah. Yes. shake mixer, isn't he?
pizza and tacos? Maybe it's taco pizza. Mm. So do you think Ortega uh, was a sponsor in this? <laughs> you could read the full label on that one. tell yeah, I looked that guy's page up in IMDB and he had all kinds of producer credits back to all these film noirs but he, his only acting credits were like this and one other thing good acting at all from a lot of these folks. Or humor. <laughs> good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. With us this afternoon is Dr. Merton Snodberger from the Garden Snodberger. State's Cerebro Reflex Research Center. Uh, can you tell me, sir, is it true that the monster only attacks bad people? Yeah, yeah. 
since only bad, evil people have been destroyed by the monster, I would have to answer your question. Yeah. From traces that have been found on the scenes of the crime and analyzed, we have determined that whatever it is, this monster has been exposed to toxic chemical waste. This monster may have developed a very basic instinct which draws him, or should I say, commands him to destroy evil. <laughs> the moment. I know, the reds are so red. It really gets me hot. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, I got today's receipts from the drug division. <laughs> Good boy, Dennis. Put it on the table. Bookkeeper will get to it later. Now, this was not written by a bunch of 15-year-olds, but you wouldn't know it by watching it, would you? No. They should have rode away quickly. Is that Melvin again? I think that was Horseshack. <laughs> There's the infamous head smashing scene. Yep. Is that her iPhone? I think so. She's looking at an iPhone. <laughs> this is proof of time travel. Had to make them out of paper back then. Yeah. Melvin know to do this uh, elephant man gag. Uh, maybe he'd seen the movie too. Uh, 
asshole, how many times are you going to pull that elephant man joke? That was our first good look at Toxie, wasn't it? Yeah. Clown car situation. Yeah, I like that. Oh, without the hat, he looks like very normal. Does like a Superman transformation. he's radioactive. I guess. So why doesn't the baby end up cooked? Maybe it is. Hey, we just saw that scene. Jails are becoming overcrowded. 
This monster has cleaned the streets of every criminal. Almost all the criminals. He hasn't gotten us yet. Well, what the hell are we going to do about this monster, eh? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to kill him. Because if we don't kill him, he's going to kill us. I owe you for the other night, monster faggot. So now we're going to give you six new assholes. Compliments of me. Cigar face. They're the worst kind of bikers. <laughs> so I don't think at this point that they knew it was going to be called the Toxic Avenger. So he's they refer to him as Monster Hero. Oh, okay. of latex. a nice montage.
Teresa Tamil. Oh. Now, would she get residuals for the scream? Is it technically a spoken she, she line? Get a card. Yeah. If you get a line, then you get your your sag card. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, I should get one. <laughs> That's right. I had a line in the movie. Godzilla. With one word. No, it's a Tengu. I oh. say, congratulations. Oh. Well, <laughs> where's your sag card in your IMDb page? Yeah, that movie never got released. Ah. Uh. Full of rats. That's sort of an official, like, look of the time, isn't it? That's sort of Jane Fonda workout look. Yeah. Some sort of leotard suspendery thing. Why does the health club have all this stuff in the basement? Referencing a clockwork orange there. Yeah. You have to wonder. That was singing in the rain, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like singing and hitting with a cane. Mm -hmm. like a yeah, I guess so.
amazing how little traffic there was in New York. Yeah. Oh, this is Traumaville. Oh, that's right. Explosion. There we go. I like that bystander walking by in the background. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they didn't know this was happening. <laughs> Switch reels on us? I don't know what they are. Kind of seems like it, doesn't it? Playgirl magazine she was looking at. What crime has she done? Yeah. Oh, 
Hero kills innocent woman. Huh. That's how they fix their continuity error. Didn't they just shoot this on weekends? Sure seems like it. One of those films. Yeah. Richard M. Nixon, Six Crises. Wow. Melvin, is that you? I think there's a copycat trying to make Melvin? him look bad. He's definitely a menace, Miss Fink. 
Right now, there's a massive search underway to find a thing and destroy it. Uh, yes, Mr. Leonard. Instead of trying to kill him, shouldn't we be trying to capture him, bring him in, study him? It is not a human being. It is an it. You kill an it. Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor. Yes, Mr. Williams. The victim murdered in the dry cleaners, Mrs. Uh, Haskell. What's her background? What do we know about her? Well, Mrs. Haskell was a member of our community for over 30 years. Also a member of the PTA. She had two fine sons. Everyone that knew her loved her. Question, question. Are you certain, Mr. Mayor, that Chief Himmel and the police department can handle the situation in Tromaville? I have the utmost regard for the chief and his department. As I've said, he is conducting a massive search for the monster right now. I want this thing found, but I want this thing killed. The mayor has notified the governor, and he is prepared to give us all the assistance we need. Now, if he was a Nazi fugitive, wouldn't he have to be in his 60s at this point? Yeah. I mean, not to nitpick this movie or anything, but... You will do what you are told, or you will find yourself walking up the city door. Now, I want this thing shot, and I want you to shoot to kill! That monster saved my life. They've done a lot of other good for this town. Why are they going to kill him? We should speak out. Do something. Speak out! You want me to speak up? If I speak up, I lose my business license. If I lose my business license, I'm dead. You want another shake? No. I want them not to kill the monster. I want us to do something. Listen, Johnny. You're just a kid. People can't go around doing things just because they're right. We have to leave these decisions up to the mayor. And the police chief. That's right. But why would the mayor want to destroy something that does more good than the entire police force? No offense. I know how you feel, Johnny. He saved my life, too. But us little guys are just not qualified. I'm enjoying watching these kids eating the ice cream. Right? <laughs> it's better than those dogs in uh, Night of the Wild. Yes. Here's some dogs come now. Here you come. First day on the force and I'm chasing monsters. Same thing. Yes, capture would be fine. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, thank you, 
governor. Talk to you soon. Goodbye, sir. Capture my ass. budget right there. citizens with guns. Yeah, but this is a crane shot with a lot of people in it. Yeah, it's not cheap. His actual mom could be. Have been given. She's convincing. Yeah. The Nazi thing is a little tiresome, isn't it? Yeah. Fire! 
So he's bulletproof? I guess so. Frame roll credits. Yep, come on. Over. So Melvin the monster hero oh. rid Tromaville of all of its evils so the good citizens could live their lives in peace and happiness. And the next time you're in danger or in need of help, look to the horizon and maybe, just maybe, the Toxic Avenger will be there. Alrighty then. Drop the volume out of that. Now, are they implying that Tromaville is New Jersey? I think so. Because you can see New York in the background yeah, of so many of the shows. Where else could it be? Yeah. So, this uh, toxic wasteland, this horrible place is uh, New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about these places. I've never been there. So, um, yeah, we made it through it. Barely. That's my third time. Oh, God, really? <laughs> you weren't like 17 or 22 the other times? <laughs> yeah, I saw it when I was a teenager on video where most of the gore was cut, so it was even more but Endurance less, test? Less rewarding. But, um, yeah, and then I saw it last Thursday because I thought we were going to record on Friday. Oh, God. Sorry about that. Um, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, you know what? You just reminded me of something. Uh, <laughs> there was a recently watch I forgot to mention. I saw that uh, that biopic of Motley Crue called The Dirt mm. that's yeah. on Netflix. I got to say, the whole thing is worth watching for um, the guy who played Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones plays Mick Mars. He's just okay. priceless. It's just hilarious. Everything is just so deadpan with him. It's amazing. But uh, otherwise, it was you know a, a mostly true probably fairly embellished story and it was fun to watch 
Hmm. All the excess of the 80s and all the foolishness. Yeah. yeah. Richard Duggan. What? Ice Cream Man. Oh. Interesting. He's the guy who's afraid of losing his business. All right, well, I've been found out. <laughs> I would have been uh, in my late teens at the time. I could have forgotten completely that I was the ice cream man of this. <laughs> yeah. I should look that guy up. Didn't look like you. Not at all. He looked like Kelso from that 70s show, didn't he? A little bit. Yeah. All right. Body Talk. Who performed this? Sandy Farina. Hmm. I wonder what Sandy Farina did after this. Probably got a lot of free drinks at bars saying that I did the music to Toxic Avenger. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you think anyone who would have met that? Mm. Five years after this, probably no. So, um, guys, would you recommend this to anyone? Probably not. Yeah? Jolien, no? Yeah. Nah, me neither. I would say... It's one of those initiation kind of things. Like, you have to say, well, I know what trauma is. I know how how it functions because I've seen Toxic Avenger and a couple of their, their movies. Nukem yeah. High, Return to Nukem High. Uh, Surf Nazis Must Die, I think, is one of theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the kind of stuff where you, you've seen two or three of those and you're good to go. You can say, I know trauma and, uh, and I'm done watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I know trauma and I'm done watching it. You can move on to other things. Cool. Well, should we call it a show? I think we should. All right. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was (laughs) terrific. I'm glad I have it on Blu-ray and not uh, VHS VHS. or or a cassette and an old 16 millimeter film reel. Hmm. All right. Well, listeners, thank you for listening. (laughs) Stay off the moors.